0: Welcome into the show. I'm your host, Brian Taylor, and as always, I'm going to give you the insight. That is right. 30% more than the competition. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in to today's show. I'll talk briefly about sports. Right now, the Astros are having a little hard luck, but you know what? That's okay. They're still one of the top teams in baseball, and I think they're going to make a rally. Also, want to give a shout-out to Jamesy, James Harden of the Houston Rockets. He's going to be on the cover of NBA Live 2K for 2018. He'll have the street life and the game life. Now, I've always thought that's part of what's been wrong with Jamesy is that he'll go to Magic City on a Monday, then play a game on a Tuesday, Look, you've got every right to do that. It just shows your commitment to the game of basketball and being the best that you possibly could be. That's all I'm saying. Also, Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans got a chance to get his feet into the end zone in his first preseason game. He looked pretty good. He also looked like he can use a lot more work. His accuracy is really questionable. Uh, I saw it on some deep throws. He's got great mobility, able to get away. Uh, whenever he's doing rollouts. So I would imagine that that's going to be a, a big part of the Texans playbook this year is going to be pay, play action play passes with rollouts, uh, also quarterback improv, improv improvisation with him running on uh, just any given play. You just don't know. Of course, Savage will get the start of the season, but I figure by week five or week six, if we are three and three or two and four, you're going to see Deshaun Watson come in. All right. On to politics. Today, we are going to talk a little bit about the POTUS, President Trump and how he got played by uh, Senator Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. I believe that is exactly why the president is attacking Mitch McConnell on Twitter is because he wants to get Mitch McConnell out there because he got outsmarted by Mitch McConnell. Now, let me paint the scene. Uh, Prior to the election, all of the intelligence committees came to Mitch McConnell and the gang of eight and said, hey, look, we believe that Russia is trying to interfere in the election, and they're going for the Republican candidate. All right, that's hogwash. That's poppycock is what Mitch McConnell said. He called it a political game. So he had an idea that Trump could win due to Russian help, but he also knew that there were things he could do to make sure that if Russians thought they got a puppet, they were sadly mistaken. We're going to pull you into the Mitch McConnell interview because I want you to hear this. This is something that happened right after Donald Trump got elected. I want to say it was right around uh, the end of November. Mitch McConnell was on Kentucky Education Television, and he said these statements about the POTUS.
1: Russians are messing around other people's elections. They do it in Europe all the time. They they want to discredit democracy to the major extent possible. If they were trying to elect Donald Trump, my guess is they're going to be. They made a bad investment. Could look at look at who he's picking for the cabinet, you know, General Mattis uh, for defense, um, Mike Pompeo, uh, intelligence expert number one in his class uh, at the academy uh, to head. The CIA. And I, I just don't. If they, if they were trying to elect a particular candidate, I think they're going to find out it uh, didn't do them any good.
0: And, and not to mention uh... the sanctions bill. So you've got Mattis, you've got Pompeo, and you've got the Congress that wrote this sanctions bill that forced the president's hands behind his back, and Russia laughed at him about it, saying, look, you've been usurped of your power, and Congress took it away from you, sir. Now our our relations are at an all-time low. Why? Because they possibly thought that this president could lift sanctions. Mitch McConnell ensured that there was a bill written where sanctions would not be lifted by the president. And then they had such numbers that the president couldn't even veto the bill. He had to sign it. They forced him to sign it. And now our relations with Russia is at an all-time low. So he got played by Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell knew that Trump could win. He knew that we, that the Republicans would be able to appoint the next Supreme Court judge. But he also knew that there are mechanisms in place to where If Russia thought they got a puppet and someone in the president that could lift sanctions, they're sadly mistaken. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about about uh, the POTUS is that he's always been unclear from the jump. He's come out and he's made statements and all of his statements that he makes that rally his base have a double meaning. He he speaks in double entendre. He'll say things like make America great again, right, to one group of people that says, hey, I want to make America number one in trade, number one in education, number one in this and that. Okay, that's, that's what that means to one group of people. Make America great to another group of people means, hey, let's take it back to the uh, pre-civil rights to where uh, w- white people and people that were of Caucasian descent had all the control in this country. Where there are no immigrants. I mean, what does Make America Great mean to six different people? It can mean six different things. And that's what Donald Trump does is he speaks in unclear, unstable language. It doesn't have any backbone or solidness to it where you can say this is exactly what he means when he says this. He wants to leave you in a state of flux, in a state of confusion. And that's what he's doing with his latest rhetoric of this fire and fury and this locked and loaded. These are the new topics of the day. Um, President Trump just speaking off the cuff and saying things. But these things that he says, they have double meanings, right? Like, oh, if you make another threat, there's going to be fire and fury. Well, Kim Jong-un came out the very next day and made a threat. I mean, released a memo of the threat. What are you going to do? You said Obama was a, a, a spineless coward because he drew a red line in the sand and didn't act on it. Now you've drawn a red line verbally by saying if this guy makes threats at the U.S., there will be fire and fury. He's done it. Oh, but now that means if he makes actions, there'll be fire and fury. Okay, so I guess we'll find out Tuesday because Tuesday he says he's going to launch four missiles toward Guam. What are you going to do about it? Stay tuned. You can leave your comments on the page. Thanks for tuning in. It's much appreciated. I'll catch up with you next time.